Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God. We honor you. We, we glorify you. We thank you for what you're about to do in this house. We thank you for what you've been doing ever since the doors were opened this afternoon. We're expecting you to bring a clear word, a concise word, an on-time word that's going to shake us, Lord God, and revive us and get us in the direction that you desire to get us, Lord God. We love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. When Pastor Rowe gave me the core values of Kuhau before we, we actually came on board, um, I had them next to my bedside and, and I would read them every night, read them, read them over, 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 over. Because I knew and I know how important they are. They're important. And, and I love this, the title for the series, Heartbeat. I, I love that series because when you think about a, a heartbeat, um, that's what you look for. For signs of life. Right? And, and I remember when we found out that Caleb was on his way. We knew for sure that Caleb was on his way. Not by the test that told us Caleb was on his way. But by the heartbeat that we heard. Caleb's heartbeat sounded like this. Are we ready back there? Caleb's heartbeat. I want to hear it again. Yes. That was Caleb's heartbeat. And, and, and Anna would bring it out to the Jeep. They wouldn't let me there because, you know, COVID. It was like towards the back end of COVID. So they still would, weren't allowing me there. But when I would hear Caleb's heartbeat. Oh, okay. There we go. When, when I would hear Caleb's heartbeat, it would remind me that life was on its way. And, and, and I love that because when I think about Kuhau, when I think about our heartbeat, when I think about our core values, it reminds me that we can continue to get excited even, even when things don't go our way. I shared my, my son's situation um, and the things that he had, he came into this world battling. But every time they told us something negative, we reminded ourselves that although they said he was going to be born with CDH, he had a heartbeat. So life was on its way. Although at, at a certain amount of months they continued to remind us that, he, that his diaphragm wasn't developing, we knew he had a heartbeat. Therefore, life was on its way. When God looks at Kuhau, he doesn't look for numbers. When God looks at something that he's forming, he looks for a heartbeat. So when he, talk, when he thinks about Kuhau, he doesn't look at who's coming, who's not coming, who stops coming, who's gossiping, who's not gossiping, who's serving, who's not serving, who's doing it great, who's doing it bad. He looks for signs of life. He looks for a heartbeat. And, and when we talk about heartbeats, when, when Caleb was on his way, um, at the end, at the tail end of it, it, it got dangerous. Because they gave my wife an epidural, and all of a sudden his heartbeat was getting weaker. You never want the heartbeat to get weaker. Everything else could get weaker except that heartbeat. Because as long as the heartbeat is beating, there is a chance to do something great. As long as the heartbeat is beating. This is why when I was going to, to, to I was pre, I remember going to a different living room pre-Narrows Road, right? Where, where, that was Brooklyn? 
I remember going to Brooklyn where <laughs> I think the, the biggest part of the congregation were the kids. Like there were more kids than adults at that time, if I'm not mistaken. And, and I remember going there and, I, and we were still allowed to use sneakers in that place. And, and then when we went to Pastor Lisa's apartment and, you know, the sneakers came off. We, we, we worshipped God Japanese style like it was different. <laughs> Took them off. And, and, and I remember that. And I remember, and when I think about it, when I think about the series Heartbeat, what it reminds me of is that the heartbeat was beating way back then. And, and how many of you know that the heartbeat beats differently in month one than it does in month three? And it beats differently in month three than it does in month six. And it beats differently than it does in month six and month nine. And when we would hear the heartbeat in month nine, it was getting excited. Because I was like, man, we're about to see our baby. We're about to hug our baby. We're about to kiss our baby. And I want to tell our senior pastors today that because a heartbeat is still beating, the time is coming for Christ's uncensored house of worship that we're going to kiss the baby that we've been hearing we're going to be feeling in the name of Jesus and it's going to happen soon I believe it's going to happen soon and 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 now I could preach we've preached three parts three parts right we preach Jesus we love people and we serve in excellence that's the one we're going to touch today. We serve in excellence. And I love the, I don't know if you purposed this. You probably did because you're you. Um, but each one leads you into the next one. Right? Because we can't preach Jesus effectively without loving people. We can't love people effectively without serving them in excellence. In other words, if, if I serve you in a mediocre way, you're going to look at my love as a mediocre type of love. So when we talk about serving in excellence, I want, I want us to begin thinking of the fact that I serve in excellence not because I have to. I serve in excellence because I just love you too much not to serve you that way. I serve in excellence because if I'm going to preach about Jesus who came to this world and disrobed himself of all his glory and did everything he did in a very excellent way. When I look at you guys like I'm so excited, I'm so happy because I'm like all of you guys are here. I expected, I saw like three cars in the parking lot. I was like, Lord, let me find one person to give me a smile and that's who I'm going to preach to. But there's a, there's a few of y'all here. So this is exciting, right? And, and I'm going to try to preach this sermon in excellence because I love you guys they worshiped in excellence because they love you guys someone next to you probably hugged you on the way in like I got hugged by like 20 people I'm like I, I mean I know that we in Kuha I know we home but like this is this is different how many of you believe Kuha's just different we're just different and part of that is because we've decided to do what we do in excellence. And when I think about excellence, one of the people that popped out to me um, when this word was given to me months ago. Because that's what I was thinking about, Pastor Ro, when we talk about excellence. This service today that we're enjoying right now at, the ver at this moment was planned way back in January. Why? Because we want to do what we do in excellence. 
How many mamas know it, it, it's not that much fun when you know they planned your gift an hour before you received it? Not that it happens here. Can I get an amen? <laughs> but excellence demands that we're, we're constantly in the process of getting better. We're constantly in the process of doing it better. That's why I hate when a guy gets up here and gives one of these new type of proposals because it always makes my proposal look whack. But I tried to do my proposal in excellence, and, and she didn't know it was coming, so I think I won. <laughs> Amen. But one of the guys that really struck me was the prophet Daniel. The prophet Daniel. And, and I want to start off today's sermon by going to Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. Daniel 6, 3. And it says, then, say then. This is important, guys. When you're reading the scriptures, you want to circle the word then. Because it's important. It says, then this Daniel, not that Daniel, not, you know, the Daniel, this Daniel, this Daniel, this Stephen, this Juju, this Mark, this Ro, this John, this person. It says, this Daniel became distinguished above all the other officials and satraps because... An excellent spirit was in him. And then look at the next sentence. And the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Over everything. Say everything. Because this is what happens when excellence comes into the room. Excellence is given the seat of honor. When excellence is, is, is in an area, all of a sudden everything else becomes dull because excellence showed up. And it says, then this Daniel. In other words, there were certain things that happened in the life of Daniel that led him to become the person that would be chosen to reign over this whole kingdom. Your job is waiting for excellence to show up. Your family is waiting for excellence to show up. Maybe God hasn't provided you a spouse, a boyfriend, or a wife because he's still waiting for excellence to show up. Because what he wants to give you has to match the energy that you're willing to give. That was free. That was free. How many of you know that But, but excellence doesn't just happen? Excellence doesn't happen by mistake. Amen. Pastor Rowe had years of MySpace grinding. Before he became a YouTube sensation. It was a long time. Right? How many of you know gaining weight doesn't just happen? I was losing weight. I was excited, right? I was at a certain weight that I like to be. Um, but it was because my wife wasn't around, and I don't cook, and, and I was stressing, right? So I began to lose weight, but there were different things that happened in my life that led me to losing weight. Why? Because losing weight also doesn't just happen. Dating, marriage, divorce doesn't just happen. Pregnancy doesn't just happen. 
In other words, I don't care how maybe even your parents told you you were a mistake. No, you were not the mistake. Maybe the mistake was choosing who you chose to have the baby with, but the baby was never a mistake. Can I get an amen, somebody? Education doesn't just happen. We, we can't just, you know, open up a magazine, read the publisher's notes, and then call ourselves wise. Doesn't just happen. Wisdom doesn't just happen. How many of you know? I read a lot. Pastor Roe likes to say that. I love to read. But none of my reading becomes wisdom until it's applied. Because wisdom doesn't just happen. In other words, nothing, nothing, when you think about it, nothing just happens. Excellence doesn't just happen because nothing just happens. You are here today not by accident because nothing just happens. You're sitting next to the person that you're sitting next to because nothing just happens. You're thinking the thoughts that you're currently thinking at the current moment because nothing just happens. And in Daniel's life, he was chosen to be this person because nothing just happens. He did certain things that we can all do to get us to a place of excellence. The word excellence is defined as the quality of being outstanding and extremely good. Say extremely good. Look at your spouse and say extremely. Excellent. <laughs> but it says the quality of being outstanding. The reason, and Holy Spirit was showing me this, the reason a lot of times we don't demonstrate excellence is because we're comfortable fitting in when he's called us to stand out. I can't be outstanding until I'm willing to stand out. And, and, and I'm praying that by the end of this sermon, that some of us will arise and say, you know what? I know it's risky. I know the spotlight's going to be on me. But I'm going to try to do what I do in excellence. I'm going to stand out. Because listen to me, God gave us all a different fingerprint. Because none of us were supposed to be clones of anyone else. He's deposited something within you that only you can do in a way that only you can do it. Can I get an amen, somebody? I believe with all my heart I'm able to preach to certain people not everyone can preach to. But it's me, right? And, and, and Pastor Rose able to preach to certain people I probably can't reach. Why? Because it's him. And our worship team worships the way they worship because it's them. When Pastor Lisa steps out and, 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 and right, I, I think about the temptations, right? They used to, <laughs> The kids are looking at me like the who? Yeah, y'all got me, right? A few. I'm going to stay right here in this little nucleus. Right? So, so they, they, they would come out because it would tell the audience that this person's voice was the one that was being magnified. And it's the same thing. When we serve in excellence, we're sliding out. And it's not a, oh, well, God is the only one that gets the glory. Yes, amen. He's the only one that gets the glory. So let's give it to him. Come on, yeah, yeah, I missed that. Michael Jordan didn't become the GOAT by accident. 
That didn't just happen. And look what Michael Jordan said. I don't know if we put up that slide. But Michael Jordan said, excellence isn't a one-week or one-year ideal. It's a constant. It has to be a constant. In other words, I can't come Sunday wanting to serve someone in excellence because I love them and because I know we're going to preach Jesus. If I didn't do anything in excellence on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, on Friday, and on Saturday, excellence has to be a constant. Constant. Guys, Sunday... It's what, what, what God wants to do is to make Sunday an overflow and a testimony of everything that he's done Monday through Saturday. We'll come in here worshiping, sobbing, boogers all over the front of the altar. If we were to understand that God's glory is not in the things necessarily that happen here on Sunday. It's more glorious for God to free your cousin who doesn't come to church, who doesn't want nothing to do with God. Then it is, and here it's easier than to do it in the kitchen table with drugs sitting right in front of the person. But we have to be willing to... To serve in excellence. In other words, serving in excellence should end here, not begin here. Oh, Holy Spirit is being so good. He's speaking to somebody today because none of this stuff is here. Holy Spirit wants to use you. Listen to me. He wants to use you. Yeah, you, you, you. He wants to use you. Just as, just as I am, no, not just as you are, in a more excellent way than what you are, in a more excellent way, because there's more inside of you. Did you hear me? There's more inside of you. There's more love inside of you. There's more glory inside of you. There's more forgiveness inside of you. There's more grace inside of you. There's more gifts inside of you. Your time is not over, but we're waiting for it to begin here. God is saying, no, it can't begin here. What I'm going to do with you has to begin at home. Let home be your first ministry. Let home be where excellence is displayed. Because if we can worship in front of a TV and then come here and we got some live worship. How many of you ever heard saw a video and you're like, oh, man, that's dope. He's killing it. But when you see it in a concert, it's a whole different scenario. That's what worship is going to be like as Christ uncensored when we get at home and we're worshiping him and giving him the best of us we're going to get here on Sunday it's going to be a wrap because we're going to do things in excellence Muhammad Ali didn't just happen look what he said I love what he said he said I hated every minute of training but I said don't quit suffer now and I live the rest. So he says, suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. <sighs> suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. The writer of the book of Hebrews says, no discipline seems pleasant at the moment. How many of you can say amen? I'm in Enneagram 7. We hate discipline. We hate discipline. We hate things being the same. We hate boredom. We hate all that stuff. And discipline is so boring. <laughs> it's different. 
It's different for y'all. But, but discipline is boring. You're doing the same thing over and over. But how many of you know, when you play those drums, that didn't just happen. It took some discipline. It took doing it over and over and over and breaking sticks and getting splinters and breaking boards and maybe driving your parents crazy. I don't know. Driving your wife crazy possibly. Still driving your wife crazy possibly. Right? But, but, but excellence demands that you do it over and over and over and over and over and over. When you see someone displaying any type of excellence, they were working while we were sleeping. Working while we're sleeping, praying while we're sleeping, fasting while we're eating, studying while we're seeing TV. You know, and I'm not trying to condemn no one. No, I'm not doing that. I love TV too. It was so hard not to see the whole Mets game before coming to church, but I knew how to preach. So I prayed. I was like, Lord, at least let them win. I'm, I'm doing a sacrifice. And the Lord heard me because they won. <laughs> but see, when, when we talk about excellence, excellence is different. Salvation is free. Excellence will cost you everything. Salvation is free. Praise God for it. But excellence, anointing, power. This was going to mess with y'all. Jesus. Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, didn't just happen. Luke chapter 2 verse 52. And Jesus kept on growing. Kept on growing in wisdom, in stature, in favor with God, and in favor with others. If Jesus, if Jesus had to grow in excellence, I'm going to have to grow in excellence. I'm going to have to make some changes. I'm going to have to say no to some things so that I can say yes to the one thing. I'm trying, I'm trying, guys. Maxwell said, decisions help us start, but discipline helps us finish. I'm going to say it again. Decisions help us start, but discipline helps us finish. How many of us begin things well? Begin relationships well. Begin conversations well. Begin serving well, but end up sabotaging it all because we don't have the glue that holds it all together. And the glue is discipline. Anyone can do something once greatly, but it takes an excellent person to do it consistently great. Uh, what I read today determines what sort of excellence I manifest tomorrow. What I consume today 
determines what sort of excellence I, determine, I, I display tomorrow. Who I hang out with today Determ determines the sort of excellence I manifest tomorrow. In other words, before choosing who you're going to spend this enormous uh, amount of time with, decide are they demonstrating the sort of excellence that I see myself in the, going in the direction of. Because if they're not showing that sort of excellence, why am I... My mom used to say, dime con quien anda y te diré, yes. Tell me who you walk with, I'll tell you who you are. Excellence. Excellence is different. How many of you are getting that so far? I got 20 minutes to get the rest of you to you. And I haven't gotten to the body. <sighs> Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. It says, and now dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent. How do I live a life of excellence? By thinking about things that are excellent. How many of you know gossip is not excellent? Why is that so quiet? Let me find out I got to preach a different sermon up in here. <laughs> but look at the next one, 1 Peter 2.9. You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. In other words, I got to think about excellence so that I can talk about excellence. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If I want to speak excellence, if I want to speak powerful, if I want to speak life, I got to begin to, in, I got to begin to, in, uh, wow, what's the word I'm looking for? Ruben, dictionary.com. No, like eat, but, but, but a better word, a smarter word. Consume, consume. Okay, consume. I got to consume what? What you said? Absorb. Ooh. I, I, right, this is what I have to do. Look at this next one. Psalm chapter 16, verse 3. It says, as for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. When David was talking about who he hung out with, David said, I hang out with the excellent ones. In other words, if I want to live a life of excellence, I got to think about excellence, I got to talk about excellence, and I got to hang around excellence. Come on. How many of you are taking notes? Don't worry, if you're not, my sister right there on my left hand side is going to hook you up. Now I have a question. How can we be excellent in the midst of so much mediocrity? is easy right sometimes we measure ourselves around around you know we measure ourselves against the next person but the next person is mediocre so if you if we measure ourselves against that all we have to do is put a little bit of effort and we're good so how do we demonstrate and serve in the excellence that the Lord Jesus, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the one whose earth, the Bible says the earth is his footstool. The Bible says he knows every single grain of your hair, your head, every single strand of hair on your heads. Uh, you know, he knows all this stuff. 
that God wants us to serve in excellence. How can I serve that sort of God in excellence when I have so very few examples? Number one, know the seed that is within you. Look at, look at Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. Then the king commanded, I don't know how to say that name, his chief eunuch to bring some of the people of Israel. It says both of the royal family and of the nobility. That word royal family, in the original it says those who have the seeds of the kingdom. Those who have the seeds of the kingdom. Inside of you, because you're in Christ's uncensored house of worship, I know without a shadow of a doubt that the seeds of the kingdom are inside of you. There's a kingdom growing inside of you that wants to show itself outside of you. It wants to touch people that are close to you. It wants to bless your family. It wants to bless your enemies. It wants to bless your friends. It wants to bless your neighbors. It wants to bless your job site. It wants to bless your school. It wants to bless your marriage. It wants to bless your kids. The kingdom is inside wanting to give itself expression. But we're, the only thing that's missing is a touch of excellence. The first thing we have to know is that the seed within us is the seed of kingdom. Can somebody do this? The seed of the kingdom is up in here. And if you're pregnant, amen, hallelujah. Talk about it later. Number two, making a decision to walk in excellence. So number one is I know it. Number two, I decide to walk in it. Daniel chapter 1 verse 8 says, but Daniel was determined. Say determined. He was determined not to defile himself by the food and wine given to him by the king. He asked the chief and the staff for permission not to eat these unacceptable foods. In other words, when you know the seed of the kingdom is inside of you, you don't want to eat what everybody else is eating. And I'm not talking about pork chops. I'm not talking about rice and beans. I'm not talking about pizza. I'm not trying to get you hungry. I'm talking about whatever the lies that everybody else is eating, the, the falsehood that everybody else is is eating the mediocrity that everybody else is eating the, the the status quo that everybody else is eating no 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 I can't eat that because the seed of the kingdom is within me and he's called me to live the life of a king and a queen on this earth number three this is a big one when you want to live a life of excellence you have to be willing to be tested This is where it ends for some of us. Daniel 1.12. He says, test your servants for 10 days. Say 10 days. Test your servants for 10 days and let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. In other words, don't, don't give us to eat what everybody else is eating. Test me. Test me for 10 days. For 10 days, keep giving me what God wants me to have. For 10 days, keep giving me the scriptures. For 10 days, keep giving me some prayer. For 10 days, keep giving me some fasting. For 10 days, not the Daniel, other kind of fast. For 10 days, test me. Test me. This is the reason that some of us get in trouble. We get into relationships without testing. We get into new jobs without testing. We take on new roles even in church without testing. I wasn't put up here without some testing. We have to be tested. 
Can I get an amen? We have to be tested. The powerful thing about being tested, the Bible says, test your servants for 10 days. If you look at the end of chapter chapter 1 in the book of Daniel, the Bible says that after 10 days, they came and they examined Daniel. They examined um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the Bible says that after 10 days, they were 10 times healthier than everybody else. Why? Because the excellence that you serve in will determine... The capacity that is released. Some of us have enough for a 2% percentage of excellence. Give that 2%, but don't expect 15 back. Come on. Yes, God is an abundant God. Yes, he wants to bless us. Yes, he wants to pour out his gifts. And yes, when it comes to salvation, oh my God, he gives us way much than we could ever ask for or imagine or receive. But when it comes to excellence, whatsoever a man shall sow, that also will he reap. Somebody say excellent. Come on, say it again, excellence. David Brooks said, it's the chains we choose that set us free. Say that again. It's the chains we choose that set us free. What's one of my chains? Social media for me, off. At what time, babe? 9 p.m. She knows. You know why she knows? Because I can't turn it on because only she has the password. What's, what's another chain that I have? Only one hour of social media use per day. My chains. What other chain do I have? She has the codes to my phone. What other chains do I have? I don't have, that's my best friend and she's the That's just my friend. Let Anna come up to me talking about, that's my best friend. It was. was your best friend can I get an amen somebody see because it's the chains we choose it's the chains we choose that set us free we don't want boundaries but we want to conquer the world no it's the boundaries that protect everything that God is doing and everything that he wants to do how many can say God what are the boundaries that you want me to have boundaries determine excellence That one wasn't even here. I'm telling you, Holy Spirit is doing something different today. Holy Spirit is trying to dig something out of you today. I believe that he's trying to dig something out of you and and out of me, out of me. Because I've been telling my wife, I'm like, babe, like, baseball season's tough for me. It's tough. I I love baseball. But if I want to give excellence... It demands me to not be able to see some games. It demands me to shut off the TV a little bit. And now I have a son. I want my son to grow up seeing me read books. I want my son to grow up seeing me demonstrate excellence. I want my son to grow up seeing me love on somebody. I want my son to grow up seeing me feed the hungry. Seeing me sow. Seeing me invest. Seeing me prosper. I want my son to grow up in his own home. That's been hard. Because these deposits are ridiculous. This ain't right. 
But I want him to grow up in his own home. So you know what that means? That means I can't say yes to every single pair of sneakers. That means I can't say yes to every single vacation. That means I can't say yes to every single time. I love eating out, guys. I can't say yes all the time. But that's what excellence is asking of me. Excellence will require of you not based on what you can't do. Excellence only demands from you what, what, what is required to get you in the direction that you want to get to. Amen. Num number four, this one is important. Seek help when it's needed. Seek help when it's needed. If we go to Daniel chapter 2, it says that Daniel, after they were about to kill everybody because nobody could tell the, dream, the king the dream that he had. And then Dan, it says Daniel went home and he told his companions what was going on. He asked them to pray to the God of heaven for mercy. <sighs> Guys, Pastor Marquez reaches out to people when he feels weak. Am I lying, Pastor Ruben? Am I lying, Pastor Ro? I reach out. Am I lying, Cor, when we were crying in Jenny's living room? I reach out. When I need help, I reach out. Because excellence demands us to be in fellowship with excellence. It demands it. Nothing great is ever achieved alone. Nothing. Somebody say nothing. But I'm an independent woman. Cool. Be independent. But. Nah, I'm not going to. That's another sermon for another day. Some of y'all go ahead. Go ahead. Be careful, Pastor Marquez. Number five. Number five. When you want to live a life of excellence, you dance to a different tune. The Bible says that the king put this big statue in the middle of the empire. And he said, all of you have to dance to this statue. Whenever the sound goes out, I want you to dance to this statue. In other words, whenever the country says that this is okay, I want you to dance to it. Whenever the country says we could do this, I want you to dance to it. Whenever the country says this is all right, even though the scripture says it's not all right, then, then I just want you to dance to it. And, and, and the Bible says that when the king said this, there were three that weren't dancing. Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They said, I can't dance to that. Why am I going to dance to that image when I am the image and likeness of God? You ain't dancing for me. Why should I dance for you? So they said, we're not going to dance. And the Bible says that they took them and threw them in the fire. Guys, if we want smoke... We have to be willing to burn. John Wesley prayed every single day, pastor in England. He prayed every single day. He went to a basement. And John Wesley began to pray, God, set me on fire so that everyone can come and see me burn. He prayed and fasted for about 40 days or a certain amount of days. Set me on fire so that everyone can come and see me burn. Set me on fire so that everyone can come and see me burn. Set me on fire. These three were set on fire. And then the king went to the window. And he went to the window. He said, wait, hold up. How many people we threw up in there? And they were like, we threw three. They were like, then why do I see four? 
See, because when you decide to dance to a different tune, when you decide to live a life of excellence, when you decide that you're going to give God everything because he already gave you everything, Jesus danced to that tune first. He was dancing on the cross. He danced out of the tomb, and he danced into our lives. And now he's saying, can you dance a bachata with me? Can you dance some salsa with me? Can you dance to my tone, to my tone? Can you dance to my heartbeat? Can you dance to my heartbeat? What, 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 what makes my heart beat? What makes my heart beat is when you're willing to, to be obedient even when you don't understand. What makes my heart beat when you're willing to serve in excellence even though you're not going to be acknowledged or recognized? What makes my heart beat when you're doing things for me and not doing things for them? What makes my heart beat? when you keep waking up every single morning and grinding and hustling and battling and giving God your best because you believe that in due season you will reap if you do not quit oh come on somebody I'm gonna keep going I'm gonna keep grinding I'm gonna keep praising I'm gonna keep dancing because when they told me that life was gonna be hard with my son every time that I heard that heartbeat me and Anna was like, we'll take hard. We'll take hard because we hear a heartbeat. We'll take complicated because we hear a heartbeat. We'll take a challenge because we hear a heartbeat. Can we stand up, everybody, and decide right now what type of person are we going to be? Are we going to be the type of people that stand in the background because it's safe back here? Or are we going to be the type of people that say, you know what? It's time to get my my butt up from that chair because I was meant to do more. I was meant to serve. I was meant to be a blessing. I was meant to touch lives. I was made to be a person of impact. It's time to serve in excellence. It's time to serve in excellence. If we look at the end of the story, when, when everything was going bad again in the Persian Empire, the king was once again looking for a man that would be able to sit in the gap. He was looking for someone because he had forgotten that excellence was already in the house. And look what the, the Bible says in Daniel 5.12. The, the, the queen, the queen stood up and said, there's already a man in your kingdom. In whom the spirit of the holy gods is in. The spirit of God is in you. Do you know what that means? That means that you're, you are the temple of the living God. That means that you are the gateway of the very presence of God stepping into this realm. To bless whoever you're in contact with. That's who you are. You have so much authority. So much power. So much anointing. So much bondage breaking ability within you. And that's what the devil wants to silence. He doesn't care how much we sing. That doesn't bother him. What bothers him is if we're doing it out there and we're doing it with the same excellence and we're doing it with the same authority and we're doing it with the same expectation. 
excellence. She said, I know someone. And it says, it says, in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom was of the gods was found in him. King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, the king, made him chief. And look at verse 12. It says, because an excellent spirit was inside of him. An excellent spirit. I got a minute and 28 seconds. To convince you guys that there's an excellent spirit inside of you. An excellent spirit. Guys, can I say this? It was an excellent spirit that took Jesus to the cross. To suffer, to hurt, to be pierced, to a crown of thorn, to, to be spit on, to have his beard ripped off. To be mocked, to be laughed at. An excellent spirit took him there. And he went willingly. Because three days later, it was an excellent spirit that was going to resurrect him. And bring him back with some scars. See, because the scars might look ugly. Who cares? As long as what's inside is excellent. Who am I talking to? When Jesus comes to certain people, he was like, you still don't believe it's me? Come touch me. Come touch me. Because Jesus was tattooed with love. What's tattoo? A tattoo is a scar that they try to make it into art. Your scars are meant to be art, but they can't be art until they are exposed. There's an excellent spirit inside of you. Don't allow the devil to convince you that there is no excellence in you because of what you're going through. Because it's the very things that you're going through that are going to bring out the excellent spirit that's within you. If there's anyone, and, and that's a dumb question. If it's you that I came to preach to this afternoon, and you're like, it's time. It's time to stop being mediocre. It's time to, it's time to stop the status quo. It's time to stop the games. It's time to stop hiding. It's time to stop denying God the thing that he's asking from me. If that's you, please. Let us pray with you. Please let us pray with you. Because the kingdom is waiting for you. The kingdom is waiting for you. The kingdom needs you to manifest. The kingdom needs you to manifest. That's you. Don't wait for the next person. Oh, let me wait for there again. No, no, no. You, it's you. I'm talking to the church today, Pastor. I'm not even talking to... If you're a friend and you're like, what is he talking about? Come again next week. We'll, we'll, we'll hit you off next week. But right now, I feel like I'm just talking to the church. Kuhau and Staten Island cannot be what it needs to be until we demonstrate our excellence. There's a few that already came up. We're going to start worshiping. But if that's you, do not let the song stop without coming back to the fire. It's time. It's your time. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I come against the spirit of fear. I come against the spirit of fear. I come against the spirit of mediocrity. And right now, in the name of Jesus, shackles are broken. Shackles are broken. Shackles are falling. And the spirit of excellence is shining through. Right now, in the name of Jesus, as we worship, as we worship, as we exalt you, as we glorify you, we're going to come up front, Lord. We're going to give you what's yours. We're going to worship you again. We're going to serve you again. We're going to excel again. My day is today, 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 today. Yeah.